The Slotted Lamp, a movies-by-minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic, An American World from London. I'm your host, Troy, and this is my co-host, Adrian. Bonjour. And together we want to thank you for joining us here on this journey. It is Monday, and we are going to be looking into Minute 37 of American World from London. This particular minute starts off with... uh, kill yourself and ends with your dead friend jack so we're wrapping up the uh this three minute sequence of uh exposition from our uh dearly departed reanimated zombie jack as he uh starts off by uh telling david that he has to kill himself kill yourself before you kill others I think he said it too many times. Well, he wants to get that point across, though. Well, clearly. Yeah. But, gee, you know, if you beat someone over the head with something, they don't want to do it anymore. Well, that's why Jack's... That's why David's broken down and starting to cry. He doesn't mm. want to hear it anymore. Oh. Poor David. Yeah. And he's not handling the situation very well. Regardless yeah. of whether or not it's all in his head or there actually is a dead guy in his room, mm-hmm. either situation, David's not handling it no, well. No, David is not handling it well, no. David didn't watch enough horror movies, obviously. Well, he obviously, like, recognized some sort of... Oh, wait, yeah, movie David didn't make the reference. Script version of David made the Boris Karloff reference. No, they both did, I think. Didn't they? No. No, No, uh, Jack made the reference in The Slaughtered Lamb about the uh, pentangle on the wall. I thought, I thought yeah, was, I thought he. I thought he did say you're talking like borderless. borderless no, that's Colorado. in the script. No, it's not. The movie doesn't have that line. You're making it sound like a movie is the line. You're, you're that's Boris Karloff from the previous minute. The script okay. has. I would have to listen to it again because I think this the the script that we the script that uh, sorry, the radio script that we mm-hmm. listened to yeah. had way more words in it. Oh yeah. That, about the Boris Karloff, but I thought he did say you sound like Boris Karloff, and then in the script, it said something a bit different. But then in the radio play, it's like a whole more, hmm. I think. But I'm not positive. You would know better though because you watched it more times than me. <laughs> so yeah, so out of this, I'm pretty sure the movie version of our characters that Jack is the horror aficionado. Anyways. No, I'm just saying. Anyways, he... Uh, he didn't read the right sorts of books. He did not read the... Yeah. So, David is clinging onto the call box, power box, headphone box, the junction box right above He's his gonna head. He's going to end up poking his eye out with he that headphone totally gonna, jack. He is totally... Yeah, yeah. No, that that's jack. You're not funny. <laughs> but anywho, how uh, he basically is broken down and started to cry, and now all of a sudden, Jack has changed his tune. He has become sympathetic to he. He obviously realizes think, what he's done feel like to his friend. He's not sympathetic so much as remorseful. He looks like he's oh shit. I went too far. You know what? You're right. You, I will. I'll, like I don't know yeah, if he's yeah, sympathetic because yeah. he still wants David to kill himself. He still wants David to kill himself. Yes, yes. <laughs> but he feels like, oh, I, I, I handled this poorly. I, yeah. 
<laughs> he's at fault. <laughs> what are you going to reference in that? You can do um, the, is that Last Crusade? That was, yeah, Last Crusade. That was Last Crusade. He chose poorly. Then when you said he, he's at fault, it made me want to sing. It's your fault and it's your fault if you can't do the key. Oh. <laughs> you're a dumbass if you're dumbass can't tell the two apart. So anyways, uh, Jack then starts to plead and ask that David not cry. Please don't cry. However, as uh, David continues to cry, Jack then turns towards the... Whimpering. Whimpering, yes. <laughs> Jack turns towards the, uh, the door of the hospital room, and we then cut to Nurse Alex quickly dashing through uh mr Payne's no i think that is that a p a y n it's an f isn't it yeah i think it's fane yeah fane fane mr fane okay she runs through a door marked mr fane oh no it is a p p p a y n e right Payne. it's written in a very lovely script yeah so it's a yeah very lovely script yeah so she comes through a double door and makes a uh, left-hand turn through a, a, an, an open, solid wooden door, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. with a name, Mr. Fane, written Payne. on it. Payne? We're going with P, right. Yes, we're going with P, Payne. And she disappears through the door. We then cut back to Jack, who uh, basically Doesn't turns- feel that bad because he's going to go into it again. Well, no, he's now telling him to... Beware the moon, David. The... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which is the line that you want to give, right? If you're... If you want to warn someone about being a werewolf, you have to tell them. Beware the moon. So the camera then uh, cuts back to... The shot then cuts back to a following shot of Alex as she heads towards David's room. The camera follows her in through... The whole entire room. And you see her nice embroidery anglaise yes. on her hat. Yeah. David's still hung up on the uh, the call box, the power box, the headphone jack, whatever that it's box a, is. Yeah, really panel. should find out what it's that a, panel a, is called. Panel. Yeah. She then uh, pulls David off the, basically the wall, uh-huh. turns her around and asks, David, 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 what's wrong? That's when. Oh, and that's when he kisses. David her. goes in that. for the kiss. Look at that. Yes. Elsa and for a second Elsa there, she nice embroidery English. She just kissed him back. Yeah, she is totally kissing him back. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't noticed the the ribbing in yeah, the. It's actually hatch cross. Hatch. Yeah, it's a cross hatching. Yeah. It's like a stopgap. Like Freaking seer seer sucker nonsense. Oh really? I don't know. It's probably polyester. It's very shiny. So David pulls away from from the kiss, and uh, then the first words out of his mouth are, I'm a werewolf. I'm a werewolf. And her instant response is, A werewolf. 
She's like, so, 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 so she's like, oh, what is this guy talking about? And he's going to continue. And she's thinking, I just kissed this guy. And what is he going on about? And he's going to continue. And she's going to be like, oh, Jesus. How do I handle the situation? <laughs> Go back to my basic training. And she's just like, oh, what have I done? Yeah. What have I gotten myself? What have I, yeah, what have I stepped into now? So uh, she then uh, inquires about his stability right now. Are you all right now? And uh, David, unsure of it. I don't know. I'll let you know the next full moon. Won't know until the next uh, lunar event. I can't tell if he's being glib or if he actually believes what he's saying right there. I think he's... I think at this point, because... Like his tone, his his delivery is weird. He's, I, I still think... I think he, he... Part of him believes it, and he's trying to convince himself 100% that it's the actual situation. Like, he's not 100% sure, but he has to convince himself that it's true. Why does he have to convince himself? Because he doesn't true? want to... I don't think he wants to admit that the other thing is that he's gone crazy. Like, I think he's resigned to believe that he is actually a werewolf and that his, the the corpse of his best friend has come to visit him other than having the fact the fact that he's completely had a mental breakdown and is completely PTSD insane. PTSD is not a mental breakdown. I'm not saying that. Well, I understand. Is, I understand totally could that. could PTSD after being, you know, mauled by an animal in the woods and watching your friend get killed. Uh, I totally understand that you can get hallucinations no i and that i i don't doubt that but don't forget he's also like been suffering from nightmares about this yeah, whole entire situation exactly. of stuff that Which he's never can ex- also get from ptsd again yes i understand that too but i think so there you go an american werewolf in london is actually not a werewolf movie it's just about ptsd there you an go. american lycanthrope <laughs> in london <laughs> It just doesn't roll off the tongue as, as easily as it as the other title. So yes, no, I understand. He he more than but likely. But anyway, I just felt like I don't know. I think it might just be. It just might be the actor. But I felt. I feel like sometimes, like his delivery, I feel like it's glib. Well, okay. Maybe it's his body language. I don't know. We also got to take into consideration. This is very early in his career. This is okay. like. Like yeah. a very early sort yeah, of, yeah, okay. which is which is fine. I'm just I'm just saying, quite honestly, if they had had them aged younger, it wouldn't bother me as much. So you're saying if he was like if they were like early twenties, twenties, yeah, instead, instead of, of late twenties, yeah, and they were like on that, or even if, yeah, if they were like teenagers or early twenties, and they were like you know in a like just either just finished college or in a break between, yeah, like a gap year kind of thing, because they're not. I just feel like they're kind of immature for the age that they're supposed to be okay i see what you're saying okay no no, that makes sense like the way he talks is very childlike yeah 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 i see so he's written as a younger character but being portrayed by an older character that's just not quite pulling it off yeah yeah i'm just like but they said they said how old they were right they said they're in their late 20s uh again the movie does not it's written in the script right but no but yeah but anyway yeah but like yeah I feel like if they were younger men, the the, the 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 delivery and the body language and stuff would make more sense. 
Oh, that makes total sense to me. No, that, yeah. I'll but agree you said with that you. he was very young when he wrote it, right? Uh, John Landis himself was, yeah. yeah I'm sure was that they, 19 they, when made, he wrote they it. made adaptions to the script. Oh, yeah, yeah. Left it alone yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Because the, the dialogue is very. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure after years of trying to get it in development and all that yeah. stuff changed and all yeah. that. But yeah. apparently, for the most part, it stuck to the actual core of what he wanted to get. Now, yeah. obviously, yes, scenes change. Well, scenes, yeah, no, I'm just talking more whatever. about the character. But yeah, yeah. Character. I feel like they are written younger than they actually are. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So after um, after the, the lunar event uh, situation... Uh, Nurse Price then asks about uh, his plans yeah, after being well, discharged. Yeah, so she's saying, like, honestly, though, like, after this complete breakdown where he's climbing the wall, literally, yeah. they're still going to let him go the next day. David, you're going to be discharged tomorrow. Will you be all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, just, what, two scenes ago, uh, Dr. Hirsch was telling him that, uh, so in, like, Two or three days, you're out of here. So, okay, this is, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. So after she asks um, what his plans are, he basically admits that uh, my friend Jack was just here. He was just visited I by Jack. I love her face. Yes, and she has a brilliant look her on her face. Her facial expression is like, "What is this shit?" Like, look at how big look those it. eyes are. But, but her, but it's also, it's like a, it's, it's not like a, it's not like a shocked face, and it's not like a, uh, like a afraid, like what? It's, it's like a. Uh, that is a nurse face. That is the face of a nurse who is just like done with this shit from all these patients. Just like, <laughs> what? What have I gotten my? What is this? Like, because he says, he says, oh, yeah, I'm a werewolf, whatever. And she's just like, oh. it's just like, are you now? <laughs> <laughs> do you see, do you see, do you see? Yep. Like the, the, the slowly the eyes close. And it's like, what? I, because I love, because she basically, as she's <laughs> trying to analyze what he's just said, she's looking at him, then looks off to the side, and then with a blink, then responds with, "Your dead friend, Jack." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're sure and, that and, it's and like she's just, it's like she's trying to process. Yeah, Wait, did I just hear him yeah, say? Yeah, so now she's like, uh, "We've got him in the wrong ward." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to move exactly. Him to yeah. <laughs> Bellevue, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> and um, another thing about this whole entire sequence is uh, there still is um, orchestrated music peppered in through the background. Again, this whole entire sequence has been a full like three minutes of different clips of music from Alma Bernstein, which is kind of neat to hear because, like I said, most of the movie isn't scored, but it is kind of neat to hear that. The shot of the very end where David's back is technically to the camera and uh, Alex is talking with uh, David about his dead friend Jack visiting, you can see in the very foreground of the actual shot is the 
Oh no, what's the word I'm looking for? The part of the bed, the uh, the frame, the f headboard, the headboard, the headboard frame of the actual bed is actually in the shot, and you can see the back of that, which actually is kind of interesting because seeing the bed is actually pushed up against the wall for you to get a shot of that side of the bed frame. The actual bed had to have been pushed away from the wall to get the camera in behind there. Now, I haven't been able to find anything about uh, why that is, but I think just to get that shot, obviously, is. I just thought it was kind of interesting to, at the last second, realize, hey, wait, how do you get that shot when this is against the wall? You can't remove a whole entire wall in a hospital because it's an actual hospital room. It's not like it's a set. Like, if it were a set, they can move the wall and have the camera just behind there, right? And uh, that's where we end on uh, this minute of the movie. You want to add anything else before we move on? <laughs> Her face is amazing. Yeah, no. Jenny Gooder has some amazing like, facial. Dead. Yeah, yeah. That, you're you're dead for it. But it's like she doesn't even have. She's not even like like she's not even like she doesn't even like she's she's so good, right? She doesn't even. She doesn't even react, really. Like, it's not like... So she's, like, totally neutral. Mm -hmm. Even though her patient has just said he's been talking to a dead guy. Yep. She's like, you're, you're dead, friend. <laughs> like, let me get this right. <laughs> well, that also comes from, like, starting acting when you were 14. Yeah, but also she's... But I mean, as she a, she's, she's, she's acting like a nurse. Like, yeah, she's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a, she's a very good actor. She is, definitely. All right. Over on the commentary track, uh, Griffin Dunn remarks that the uh, line that uh, gets recited back to him, have you ever talked to a corpse, and the beware of the moon line, uh, both of which are within 45 seconds of each other in this minute, in this sequence, um... He says that um, that last line follows him everywhere. People are always telling him to beware of the moon. Oh, jeez. Or that he looks like hamburger meat. Oh, and that's nice. Uh, David laughs and... He doesn't really look like hamburger meat, though. Wait. Uh, David laughs and corrects him with a walking meatloaf. Griffin repeats the line and, and with a laugh. And once David and Alex... What the fuck kind of meatloaf are they eating? <laughs> okay, and um, on, the, on the screen, once uh, Alex and David uh, stop their, uh, their, their, their kiss ends, uh, Griffin <laughs> asks, uh, did she just uh, kiss you? <laughs> Sounding like he hadn't seen this scene before. But uh, I think for the first time realizing that she... Notices that it looks like Jenny Gooder is also getting into the kiss as well. So uh, David uh, doesn't actually answer, but ends up mocking Jenny Gooder's accent when she says, Werewolf. <laughs> so cute. Then followed up by not using the English accent and saying, No, a werewolf. Rude. Mm-hmm. Just jealous because she's 
So according to the script, a lot of the actual sequence plays out as it does in the movie, except for a few key points. Uh, during the uh, end of uh, Jack's speech sequence, uh, David rocks back and forth, uh, weeping as uh, Jack says, Don't cry, David. Plus, once Alex is in the room, it's uh, written that David is laying on the bed, rocking from side to side, crying softly. He is alone. Alex rushes over, removes the tray, sits on the bed, and hugs him. He, she says his name. He pulls away sharply, his head jerking about wildly until he focuses on Alex's face and begins to br breathe easily. She asks what's wrong, and then he smiles and kisses her. The rest of the script pretty much plays out exactly as it does in the final film. When it comes to the radio drama, Adrian's favorite sort of sound is heard as uh, Jack has one more visceral squelching sound as he delivers his parting line of Beware the Moon, David. And while David cries um, in anguish over Jack's warning, uh, this version of Jack never sympathetically asks David not to cry. Also, when the uh, section of the scene where David kisses Alex, he actually asks Alex's permission to kiss him first. Other than that, it pretty much follows the script, and the script obviously follows the film. And on that note, that brings us to the end of another minute of An American World from London, and the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you would like to be so kind as to share, rate, and review us, that would be really cool. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you would like to send us a message via email, Send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads, best of luck. You ready? Alright, so this is uh, minute 37. <laughs> of Adrian reacts. That's good enough for you. Okay, you're good with that. Yeah. What's Before coming? Yourself. Before you kill others, please don't cry. Now. I don't know. I'll let you know the next full moon. 
David, you're going to be discharged tomorrow. Will you be all right? My friend Jack was just here. Your dead friend. Did you see her face? Yes. That was a good face. That was a good face. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? That was a good face. It was like it was like it was like a God give me strength face. It was like a Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. What is this guy saying? You didn't catch myself on fire, am I? Maybe you shouldn't have like a ghetto extension cord. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, I, would, I had that plugged in, oh. and now you've just knocked it off. Well, because it's all tangly. Well, it was perfectly fine until you touched it. What did you do with the stuff that was plugged into here? There was nothing plugged into it. Oh, right, because I killed my computer. So. No, this was plugged in. I plugged this into it for no, you. No, this was plugged into the power bar over by the printer. Oh, that's right, but I did plug it in for you. Last night, right? No, because it was sitting there. Oh, you left it there? Yes. I thought I plugged this in this morning. No. I thought I plugged it in. Oh, my God. The kid is killing my heads. <laughs> you weren't oh, you weren't up this morning. No, I was. I've been up since eight. Mm. I just didn't get out of bed because she kept telling me I had to stay there. She wanted to cuddle. Your favorite. And by cuddle, it means she's playing with her, she's playing with her iPad and kicking me. Are you ready for this? Dun, dun, dun. You mean? Ding 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 ding. Y'all ready for this? Are you ready for this? Ding 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 ding. But what were you doing? You ready for this? Ding ding ding. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm sorry. I apologize. Like seriously. I'm sorry. No, I was just confused. That's why I didn't catch it the first time. Because I was doing the the under. Not the. Is it, is it two? I didn't realize it was two. The lower. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And on that note. <laughs> and on that note, that brings us to the end of another one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> two, three, four. That was taping there. <laughs> yeah. I don't like you. Well, I'm not going to use that part. <laughs> <coughs>